Hicks is a bitch. And welcome back to the SRB podcast. I am one of your co-hosts. Wait, one of your hosts or one of your co-hosts? Well, we're both hosts. So I, sh- I should say I'm a co-host or one of your hosts. Because one of their- you. Um, you know, this is our, probably, be- uh, this is one of our eight, eighth episode. And we we don't know. But like, I would, it's, it sounds weird to say I'm one of your co-hosts. So I'm the host? No, you're not the fucking host. <laughs> well, I'm just saying, I'm just saying, I'm one of your hosts. I'm a co-host. My name is Kalen. You know that. And this is, as always, joined by my partner in crime. I call him a bitch starting out of the gate. Didn't feel great about it. Decided to roll with it. It came out. And how are we feeling about it, Alex? Well, obviously, I'm not feeling too great about it. But hey, you know what? Uh... I Okay, well, we can, you know, we can work on your feelings towards it. Um, <laughs> not going to take it back. Um, Hicks, how are we doing tonight, man? And I noticed that two weeks ago when we did our last episode, we, we were fucking back and then shit came up. We weren't able to get an episode out last week and we're a little late this week, but Hey man, we're fucking back as to the best of our abilities this summer. I think that's a fair benchmark. You know what? Life it's life, right? So here, here's the deal for all of you, all of our listeners. Uh, yeah. Shit happens and you yeah. got to deal with that shit. And then you got to move on, right? That's exactly what we're doing. That's exactly what we are doing. I took a drink of my water, had a bit of ice in it. So if you hear a rattle. Get it together. Get it together. Thank you for listening to the podcast. (laughs) This has been a great episode. Um, I have to go get some things together. (laughs) Hicks, we're kind of flying by the seat of our fucking pants right now. Don't really have a script. or We don't ever have a script. Usually we, we jot some ideas down of what we kind of want to touch on. We got nothing, but you know what? There's enough to talk about. And one thing I want to talk about that we haven't even talked about, and I don't know if you've been keeping up with it at all, Aaron fucking Rodgers, dude. Yeah, man. But he just says he doesn't want to play for the Packers anymore. Like, that is crazy. <laughs> oh, just dude. put it out there. Just put it out there. Man, he's – I am 100% on Team Rodge. He's been – man, look at Tom Brady, okay? Tom Brady goes to, Tom Brady goes to uh, Tampa – and Bruce Arians in Tampa Bay says, hey, man, what the fuck do you want on the team? We're going to go all in and look what happened. Drew Brees, they couldn't quite get it done. They gave him Sean – or they gave, well, they didn't give him Sean Payton, but they gave him Michael Thomas, Alvin Kamara. They gave him all these weapons. What do you need? We're going all in. Made a bunch of NFC championships. Like even another vet like Phillip Rivers in Indy, they gave him a bunch of fucking O-line help. They gave him a great running back, a young wideout. They got to the playoffs. Josh Allen, they give him receivers. Like everyone's going in on quarterbacks and green or on everyone's buying into their QB. Yeah. And Green Bay just Rogers like, hey, can we get can I get one other receiver? Because we have one elite receiver and then nobody. And Green Bay's like, you betcha, we'll draft a backup QB first round. That's what <laughs> you're saying, right? And then he's like, Well, might as well fucking just might as well just not even try. So then he goes out, has his MVP season from last year through 48 touchdowns to four interceptions. Unbelievable. Guy's a genie. And then he's like, hey, you know what? I written there's a bunch of shit coming out again now. And apparently he is fucking done in Green Bay. Yeah. So when that news came out, pretty shocking. Like, no, well, not shocking, but like you never want that to happen to a team where he's been faithful his entire career, right? Like he yeah. has been, he's been there and he's won one Super Bowl. That's it. And the guy is a complete stud. Like, holy, I, I don't know, man. It's wild. Well, and the thing is, is like, 
<clears throat> I know like everyone talks about it, but like they went from uh, Brett Favre to Aaron Rodgers. So that's like 30 years. Favre played like, I think 16 seasons in Green Bay. Well, actually he did play 16 seasons in Green Bay. Aaron Rodgers played 16 seasons in Green Bay. That's like 30 years of two of the greatest QBs to ever play. And you have two Super Bowls to show for it. Because Green Bay doesn't spend money. They don't go off the free agents. They don't draft big name wideouts. They don't they don't go for it, man. They, they're so, so, so conservative with their team. And obviously that hasn't worked. So yeah, you got to like, change something real quick. You don't, it doesn't, no one's like, man, look at how many playoff appearances they had. Like that's not in the NFL. That's not what it's mattered. That's not what is judged. Um, and if I was Aaron, I'd be fucking pissed too, man. I'd be like, you guys have pissed away my prime. I ask for a few things. I'm a generational talent. We'll never see another Aaron Rodgers, give or take, whatever. But and then and then like you know what? How about we just play it safe all the time? And then they draft all these first round, second round defensive players, and then they have a shitty defensive coordinator, so these guys don't get <laughs> used right. So they have like the 18th, 19th best defense every year, and it's like, what the <laughs> hell are we doing? What are we doing, guys? They're uh, they're in shambles, man. Like. You can't go 32 years with winning two Super Bowls. And you consistently make the playoffs. Congratulations. That's amazing. Good for you guys. But if you don't get Super Bowls, those playoff appearances are nothing. They don't mean anything. That's like saying going your whole career in any sport ever and be like, oh, I made the playoffs every year I played. How many many cups do you have? Oh, I won. I won. Like, do you think, do you think, like, how many does Nicholas Lidstrom have? Nicholas Lidstrom made the playoffs every single year he played professional hockey if he didn't have those cups you think he'd give a fuck about how many playoff appearances he had exactly man and you know what just to touch on base on that real quick we'll come back to Aaron Rodgers yep. oh, yeah oh it's like hockey's a different breed than a lot a lot of the sports out there but if yep. you can consistently make the playoffs every single year in your entire career with the same franchise that's Mr. Perfect man I think he's so underappreciated dude you never missed playoffs you you never ever at the end of a regular season, we're like, ah, oh, better luck, better luck next year. Nope, I'm nope. in playoffs again. Yeah, every single year. You, imagine every year at your job, you were up for. Imagine if your company, I won't disclose where you're. Imagine your company that you're employed with had a program where at the end of the year, every single employee they had like it came down to sixteen people. And then they they'd have a tournament or something, and the one person of the sixteen would get a huge bonus. And every single year in your company, you finished in the top sixteen. But you never got the bonus. You never, yeah. If you never got the bonus, you wouldn't be like, "Well, I finished every single year." You'd be like, "Yeah, it's pretty cool, I guess." But I, it would have been nice to win it. Yeah, it would have been nice <laughs> to you know get that bonus. Yeah, but and hey. like Aaron Rodgers, he won a Super Bowl in twenty eleven. So like. That's so long ago. It's been t- it's it's ten years, man. Like it's it's been ten years of, or no, maybe twenty ten. It's around 2010, 2011. So anyway, ten eleven years. And it's like you don't think that he's probably got a little bit of resentment, being like, you guys, we could we should have gone all in. Yeah, maybe you spend that money you shouldn't have. Maybe you have a little less money for next year's free agency, but you go all in now. And if you look at the teams, man, and even in other sports, like that's going all in. It's working. Like the Chiefs, aggressive. They spent in free agency. Guess what? The Chiefs are unstoppable. The Bucs went all in on free agency. Guess what? They won the Super Bowl. Like, 
when <laughs> hey Alex, when the Ravens drafted Lamar, when the Ravens drafted Lamar Jackson, they went all in on him. They built their offense around him. First year, fourteen and two. Like it's just if you go all in, it's proven. The Rams went all in one year, appeared in the Super Bowl, and then they happened to run into the Patriots, and that's where dreams go to die. But it, Hey, Buffalo, listen up real quick. This is how you do it, okay? Real easy <laughs> rebuild. Real, real easy rebuild. Just real like, easy. And, you, and, you draft, you draft, you draft your, your your little startup. You draft your startup. Like, you build around, you draft your core players. guys. You, yeah, you draft your core guys. And then, when you get into the, after a season or two, when you know they're developed and you're at their full potential, you go, okay, what do we need? And then you sign what you need. Yep. And then when you go so, from there. So, okay. So what I'm hearing, trade away the best players for picks, <laughs> bust those picks, <laughs> sign 35-year-old veterans to help win now. Yeah, exactly. 100% but oh, you're wait, on the wait. right, Jack. <laughs> and we're supposed to be going through like about a coach per year, right? Like a one one first year. Try two. Try two. See how that works. Okay, we can do that. We definitely can do that. <laughs> Man, who the fuck? Am I, like, I actually... If for some reason they came up and were like, hey, do you want to be the NHL head coach? At first, I'd be like, what the fuck? Why me? But if they're like, oh, it's for the Sabres, I'd be like, honestly? Oh, understandable. Uh, yeah, I'm probably next in line through all the coaches that they've been through. <laughs> You'd be like, I get now I understand why I'm the next candidate. But also, I'd be like, as much as that would be so sick, I'm like, I don't want to be there. You get a DM on Instagram. Hey, we're looking for a new head hey, coach. They DM you the contract, <laughs> yeah. but not a picture of the contract. Like it's in text, <laughs> like typos and everything. You're just like, this is what the fuck is we this? We need operation? a coach for tomorrow. Uh, we fired our last one after four games. If you could just oh. real quick drive up to drive down to Buffalo, that'd be pretty like, dope. Probably not far off as to how they got their last four <laughs> head coaches. Like since Dan Bilesman, I couldn't name one single head coach. And I don't think they could either, so that that's okay. But anyways, <laughs> back in, we 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 could spend a whole episode talking about Buffalo, which we we may do in the future because um, we've already done it in the past. But that's never seen the light of day. But not the point. Aaron Rodgers, uh, and then he came out and said he he he'd want to go to he'd want to go to uh, Las Vegas Raiders. 49ers or the Denver Broncos. So there's three his three teams. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm man, <clears throat> here's the thing. As a fan of football, there's nothing I as a fan of football, it would go Niners, Broncos, Raiders, where I'd want to see him play. As a friend of yours and a few <laughs> other people, I'd rather see him go to the Niners, the Raiders. The Texans, the Jaguars, the Colts, the Titans, <laughs> Saints, the yeah, Bucks. Yeah, we get it, we get it, we get it. And then, and then, like the CFL. <laughs> and anyone who knows me knows I'm a big CFL guy at all. Yeah, and then XFL. XFL. For some reason, he goes back to college eligibility. The European League. European League. <laughs> then he sw- he accidentally signs up for football, not football. <laughs> yeah. And plays some soccer. And then the Broncos below that, because I think there's a few people in my life, you, a couple other people I know that would be in fucking sufferable. <laughs> okay. It's just crazy. It's happening though. It was bound to happen. Like if you think about it, like oh, he yeah. spent his entire career for this franchise and he's consistently brought them to the playoffs and they haven't helped him one bit, even not even 
a little bit. They haven't helped. No, and it's like you know he he. It was crazy, man. When he had that elite receiving core, guess what? They won a Super Bowl. <laughs> when exactly. you give them, when you give a team one weapon, I don't care who that weapon is. Outside of yeah, the Jerry Rice, uh, Calvin Johnson, like a, outside of a few guys, like you double you you double coverage. You put two guys on him, have safety help over the top. For the most part, for 99.999% of receivers in NFL history, you can erase a guy. Oh, yeah. But when your second best guy shouldn't be on an NFL roster, like <laughs> I'd be like, hey, can we fucking get anyone over here? <laughs> oh, my God. And I think it was today or yesterday he came out and said there's a specific receiver on his team. His name's Jake Kumaro. He's this homegrown Green Bay kid. Rodgers was just talking about how much he loved him. He's like, man, he's a great kid. Packers fucking cut him. <laughs> like they're spitting in his face. It's it's unbelievable, man. It's crazy. I hope I wish nothing but the best for A Rodge, man. Man, I hope he wins another. I hope he goes to a different team, no matter what that team is, and he wins both another five Super Bowls before he retires. Oh yeah, man, that guy deserves as many Super Bowls as Tom Brady. He's man, like even if you're not, he's one of those names where it's like if you're not a fan of football, you know the name, like Favre, yeah. Peyton Manning, Brady, Joe Montana. Everyone knows Jerry Rice, Aaron Rodgers. Like you yeah. just know the name. Exactly. And he's fucking watching him play is. Man, he's like that deep we, ball, man. Oh, we got yeah, we got to watch the Patriots dynasty, which is like fucking. We'll be able to remember that forever. We got to watch Aaron Rodgers in his prime, and that's that's fucking special too. And, and you know what? It's, it it kind of sucks though because you got to watch that Patriot. Actually, the Brady dynasty. It's not even really the Patriots dynasty anymore because he won with another team. You got to watch the Brady dynasty, but you know, it's gonna be it's the Aaron Rodgers is gonna be overshadowed by that. No, oh, nobody, yeah. nobody's gonna know that this guy was probably even better than Brady almost. Oh yeah, well, like they always say that. I mean, Tom Brady's the best player to ever play football. Aaron Rodgers might be the most talented. It's the it's the Gretzky Lemieux thing. Exactly, you know, Gretzky's the greatest to ever skate on ice, ever. Lemieux might be more talented, but when you say greatest hockey player of all time, one name comes to mind. Exactly. You know what, Lemieux untouchable and they were two different players but they yep. played exactly the same Lemieux was what six foot five I think it was I think he's six six two thirty yeah and Grex was five ten fucking 180 pounds maybe yep. 80 I mean that's again we could go on a whole episode of that because I yeah Mario Lemieux six foot six two thirty like and could skate as well as anyone who's ever played hockey and and move the puck as well as anybody play hockey well, and also, if he has the puck on his fucking far right side, no one on his left hip <laughs> yeah, is touching exactly, the puck. Exactly. You can't really knock him down, so. <laughs> what do you do? Like, there's there's nothing. There's nothing you could do. And that's the same with Aaron Rodgers, man. You force him out of the pocket, he makes some of his best plays on the run. Uh, uh, like, uncomfortable, you know, under pressure, all this stuff. He just, he has this precision and accuracy. You look up Aaron Rodgers' highlights, man. The windows he's able to put like the football into is, is is inconceivable. Like you actually, it's hard to fathom it, but like, I, I don't know, man. I think it's, it's going to be a wild, a wild couple months till the season starts. Anytime you talk about a QB's performance. Yeah. I, I always just think about this past Super Bowl with 
Patrick Mahomes. Oh fuck! <laughs> trying his hardest, trying his absolute hardest. That dude <laughs> is a warrior. <laughs> throwing sideways, like parallel to the ground, getting tackled, throwing a dart right at the receiver and hits him in the head. Like that's the definition of like, man. It, like it's clear that like. He could win without his team. His team couldn't win without him. Yeah, like, like that was so embarrassing, man. Like he was, he was getting chased by like again the whole D line. Yeah, the whole all the middle linebacker, all the linebackers were chasing him, and he would throw a dart. It would just be like, oh shit! And it's <laughs> like that's like he would throw it from the you. I mean, his incompletions made highlight reels, which yeah, is exactly because he's hitting guys in the hands, in the face, and they're dropping it. And he's like, are you, f- oh, bro, literally what else do I have to do? Like, yeah, I would walk off the field after he threw that parallel to the ground. so mad, man. I'd be like, we're not winning. Like, I'm making these <laughs> unbelievable plays to open receivers, and they're not catching them. I'd walk off the field like, fucking trade me. Yeah, I want to <laughs> go. Done. Trade me to the Bucks. I want to go yeah. to the Bucks. I know you just signed me to half a billion dollars, but hey, I want to be fucking traded. Retain 90% of my salary, dude. Fuck you guys. <laughs> Someone's get Patrick Mahomes for $2 million. <laughs> That's insane. Hicks, I guess speaking of winning rings, winning championships and shit, interesting question came up. Shannon Sharp was asking Tom Brady. Um, they're on some fucking Zoom call, and they asked Tom Brady – so I don't know if you, in 2007, Patriots went 16 and 0 in the regular season, made it to the Super Bowl, lost in the Super Bowl to the Giants. They won every game except for the one that mattered. So Shannon Sharp asked Tom Brady, Would you, you have seven rings, Tom? Would you fucking take away two to have that perfect season? No. What are your thoughts? No, man. No, no way. Keep the seven rings. Oh, 100%, man. That's seven rings, man. Or maybe it was take, maybe it was take away one. I can't remember. Anyways, take away one or something. No, no, that's totally fair. He fucking said he would. No, yeah, man. You see, like, obviously, having a perfect season is. I think the Miami Dolphins did it right with. They did it, but they had they played twelve games. This would have okay. been first in the sixteen game era. Okay, yeah, they lost it. Whatever. They weren't the best. They, they were the best team, and they lost it. See, that's the thing about sports, right? You never know who's yep. gonna goddamn win. They weren't the better team that night. Exactly. So, but you go on and you keep on winning after that, like. It's like, oh, well, I, I lost the Super Bowl. I lost a perfect season. But, man, look at my hands. Like, look at them. Look at them. Like, his hands are, are are three times the weight of anyone else's hands because his rings are whole, are weighing his hands down. Exactly. So, no, no way, man. <laughs> I'm, uh, I, I agree with you. I think, I don't know. I think seven rings, seven championships in the NFL is impossible when they do a 60 60 or 30 30 whatever the hell it's called in, the, in 20 or 20 30 for 30 in the next 25 years on brady's dynasty yep they're gonna mention that he lost that super bowl but then they're also gonna mention that he won probably gonna be more than seven maybe you never know right so i think i think and it's crazy like you he's the only guy that has basically three Hall of Fame careers rolled into one. If you look at his early 2000s work when he broke into the league, got a couple rings there, and then in the middle part of his career, he didn't really make it to the Super Bowl a lot, but they were always in the playoffs, always in the AFC Championship, yada, yada, and he was that's when he was getting his stats and his MVPs and all this shit. Yeah. And then 
after in the later part, it's insane to say this in his late thirties, early forties is when he started to get his fucking, I think he's got three or four rings since turning 36 or 37. And like, that's, that isn't <laughs> like, it's insane. And See, what, what are you going to talk about more? Right. What are you going to talk about more? Are you going to talk about when they lost a perfect season? Or are you going to talk about when they were down 28 to three going into the, what was it? The second half, right? They're going in the second half down 28 to three and they won the Super Bowl. Which one's going to be talked about more? Which one? Like, what's his fucking laser focus? Laser focus. Is he's got a sound bite on the sideline? Exactly. Uh, So, well, you know, yeah. I just think like you have the chance to have. It's cliche to, you know, maybe, maybe when he reaches fucking 11 rings and it's like, Hey, would you, would you take 10 rings and have a perfect season as opposed to 11? Maybe like, yeah. Okay. All right. I've hit double digits. I think right now it's like, no, why? Like, but I just thought it was interesting that he actually said yes, that he, so I'm like, man, you can tell how much that still feels him. If he's still like, yep. I would take it back. He's the ultimate competitor, man. Like just the drive of being able to just the drive, man. Like I, I, I want that. I want that in my brain. Just be like, I want, I'm going to win every single time I step on that goddamn field. Yep. And and if I don't win, I'm going to play till I fucking win again. And so, Oh, once I win again, I'm going to still keep playing. So here, here's something interesting. I heard from someone that I know he was like, yeah. What you want in a player, he was talking about hockey. He's right. like, do you want they take two players, they have the same skill level, okay? Okay. But one is shy, doesn't like talking, and one is cocky and will and he will just egg and egg and egg on the other team and just say he's the best player. Which one are you gonna take? Right? You're gonna take the cocky kid because he's gonna have he's gonna have that euphoria around him that is gonna allow the team to win to be like, oh. We got this guy. We're going to keep fucking going. That's what Tom Brady has. He's like, I'm just going to keep coming back and fucking win because I fucking can. Yeah. I, uh, yeah, I think, see, it depends. Well, no, 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 no. I think, I think you have to have confidence. I, have to, I think you have to exude yeah, okay, confidence. Okay. Confidence instead of cocky. Yeah. That's yeah, what yeah. I meant. Like, but then, then could, yeah. Then I 100% agree with you. Well, it's like, like if Tom Brady won one Super Bowl. And he was like, oh, man, that this is going to be a great career. This is going to be awesome. Like, I got a Super Bowl. No, he won one Super Bowl. And he's like, I want fucking more. I'm going to keep yeah. going. I'm going to keep going. I'm not going to stop. Yeah, exactly. I Well, and then also it's just like every teammate that's come out after that's played with him is just they've always said, like, he's fucking infectious, man. Like, you're yeah. in the locker room and you're like, you just feel, yeah, like that aura around him. I think you said euphoria around him, but that yeah, doesn't matter. Aura. Hey, it doesn't matter, man. Um. Hey, yeah, you know what, Alex is. We're cutting his mic off. He's had yeah, a time it, today. Yeah, <laughs> this is, it. This uh, is going on the car right now. Yeah. All right. We'll we'll bring in the new co-host. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it's like you just you see that, and he's just got that about him. You're like, yeah, I want to fucking win too. I want to win. And like Leonard Fournette came out and said that like every night for the week leading up to the Super Bowl, he texted his team at like 11 p.m. and just said, "We're gonna fucking win on Sunday." Every night up until Super Bowl, <laughs> like you. And the thing is, is, like you can't teach that. You can't instill that in someone. You can't be like, "Hey, text someone every night." You can't do. It just comes from this place of like he's just absolutely dead determined to win. If I could pay fucking Tom Brady to text me before any of my hockey games in my entire career I played, yep, and say you're gonna fucking win tomorrow, 
I would, Matt, I don't know what the fuck I would do, but it, it would be probably a lot of insane shit in my house. I My house would probably be destroyed. I would just be oh, fucking going right through the wall. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. First of all, like, Tom, how'd you get my number? And second of all, <laughs> yeah, I'd be yeah. like, okay, let's fucking go. <laughs> yeah. Um, man, like, even, even to, like, fucking, he's like, hey, man, tomorrow you're going to fucking get up. You're going to tie your goddamn shoes better than you've tied your shoes in your entire life. And I'm like, you're fucking right, I am. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to tie those shoes so fucking tight. You're so never leaving my shoe. You're leaving my fucking foot. Man. I, uh, yeah. You're going to go to work tomorrow and you're going to fucking kill it. You're going to sell every goddamn thing in that store. Yeah. 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 Okay. <laughs> let's fucking go. Yeah, all right, Tom. All right. Man, I, uh, <clears throat> What was I gonna say? Oh fuck! And we've hit a lull because I can't remember what I was gonna say. Way to go, fuck! God hey, damn it! You know what? I'm so fucking sick of your attitude. Hey, have we had an episode since Patrick Marlowe broke the record? No. Oh well, congratulations to Patrick Marlowe on uh, Patrick, <laughs> uh, Patty Marlowe. No, I think we talked about it before. Yeah, we talked about it how he was gonna break it, but now he has broken it, and he's adding on to the record as he keeps going. Okay, I I guarantee you. No one's talked about Patrick Marlowe more than us. Because he's so, he was just there. Just there, he's just, right? Man, he's just been there more than any other player in history has ever been there. That's he's, wild. Yeah. <laughs> like, but what? Like, the fact that like he's, like, he's been so under the radar. Yeah. But, like, talk about the Sidney Crosby's, the McDavid's, the fucking yeah. Ovechins. Like, you talk about all those guys, and then there's just Patrick Marlowe who just plays every goddamn game of the season. And <laughs> Gets around he, like, like it, yeah. If you think about the window he had to get into for his accomplishments, okay, he had to just he had to be he had to keep his skill level above, like he had to keep his skill level to decent, right? Up to date, decent, up to date, up to date, up to date. He can't be a plug. Has to have a decent skill level, okay? And he can't get injured, so he can't have a skill level too high because then guys will start to target him, right? But he also can't make himself irrelevant. So he had to keep in this fine little window for so long, man. Scratch one game. You know what I mean? Like in terms of Iron Man, Iron Man streak or like it just, you know, he, he, he might be the best player in the NHL history. He just did never wanted to show it. Right. So he just, he was just like, I'm going to be average and I'm going to average. Keep, I'm just going to be average. I'm going to go up and down, you know, yeah, of all oh, good years. Uh, and then, okay. But never, never, never like, plummeted. He was just like, I'm here, he just, boys. He's like, hey, you guys cool if I play for like 25 years? And everyone's yeah. like, fuck, Patrick, to be honest, we all thought you retired 10 years ago. <laughs> yeah. I didn't even know you're on my team, man. Yeah, <laughs> dude, how long have you been here? I feel like he's, I feel like he's a fucking wicked locker room guy. I mean, he'd have to be. He just looks like a chill guy. He just looks like he just like sits in the corner and drinks his water, doesn't doesn't drink a protein shake, never shows up to team workouts, just like shows up to the rink and Yep. He only shows up on game day. He's <laughs> ne- he yeah. past the age of 34, he's never been to a practice. Yeah, he like, doesn't he doesn't even know what time his practice is, what his team practice is. Nobody even like. noticed he wasn't there. He, no. they, they just had an extra guy come into the locker room, dress up for a game. <laughs> Yeah, or he straight up goes to the practices and he he's in street clothes and he's a fucking coach. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. He's just like, sitting on the bench, just yeah. Patrick, we're not going to make you do a fucking power play drill, so do you want to just 
run the boys through it. Yeah, no problem. Yeah, I got this, boys. All right, boys. Uh, look at the board here. Uh, yeah, <laughs> he's teaching the schemes and everything. What, what's he gonna gain from yeah. most of the coaches in the league? He's been in the league longer than them. Like he's just Patrick, he's like, hey, I don't coach, think the- you're doing that wrong. Actually. Yeah. Hey Patrick, I don't think the boys are getting this drill. You wanna, you know, explain it to him. He's like, Yeah, I've done this about five thousand times. So yeah, yeah. fucking no problem. Like he for sure just shows up on game days and he like, you know, gets a gets a plus one, a zero. Yeah. yeah. Puts, puts puts fifteen minutes in, an assist here and there, a, a goal sometimes. Gets about like the 50, last like four years. Gets about 50, 30 points a year. He's like yeah. in that range. He's just like, yeah. hey, yeah, I am here. He very well could straight up be like the greatest sniper we've ever seen, and we just don't know about it. He just didn't want to do it. He was just like, I have one goal in my NHL career, and that games. is to that is games. <laughs> he's the games. guy that he's he wouldn't care about. Uh, like he's the guy where it's like, hey, you made the playoffs every year. He'd be like, awesome, nice. How many games? That's cool. Did I, did I play eighty <laughs> two? Did I play eighty two regular games? Yeah, you did this year. Okay. Cool. Awesome. We did it, boys. We did yeah. it. <laughs> I'm going to go back to my stretching routine and uh, start stretching so I don't. Uh, He's probably, <laughs> man, Patrick Marlowe seems like the kind of guy who, when you're driving to the rink, if your car broke down, he'd help you change your tire. Yeah. And he's driving a, he's driving a fucking Chevy Malibu, old, yep. reliable vehicle yep. with yep. just good tires on it, you know, good, good amount of tread on them, you know. Yeah. Just the a- definition of average guy, like you pick him in a lot, pick him out of a line, and you you're like this guy doesn't. He's not a professional athlete. He's just a guy. He's yeah. a dad. He's got road flares in his vehicle. He's got yeah. all the pylons and the roadside emergency kit. Hundred percent, man. And then like, yeah, he just straight up like every. I feel like every single day for lunch, he's had like a ham and cheese sandwich. Yeah, he's for like twenty four years. Hey, uh, you can have a protein shake, and he's like, "I got uh, my ham and cheese sandwich. I actually put lettuce on today, so I'm trying yeah. something else new." So I go, "Oh, he he, yeah, he just and he packs he packs it the same every day. He has like one of those things of milk and like a <laughs> bag of carrot sticks." Like, like hey, Patrick, we're we're getting pizza, Pat. You know, we won the series. We're going out. Oh, I got my I, I uh, packed two chips, two sandwiches this time. Yeah, actually, I bought a bag of chips too because if we won, <laughs> I was just gonna have a little something for myself. Holy shit! Pat. <laughs> yeah, I know, boys. I know, I know. I'm gonna do some extra yoga tonight. <laughs> for anyone who knows, we're not dissing Patrick Marlowe. No, man, it's so commendable. Like he's just such a fucking. I feel like he's just a consummate pro. Where he's like, hey, uh, uh, guys, I got, um, you know, I got, I got a bit of a Canadian tire money. If I'm here. Does, any, does anyone need any, you know, jumper cables or, or, or anything? Hey, guys, I'm heading to the grocery store. Does anyone want to pick up anything for them? You know, restock their fridge or I don't know, like uh, whatever you want. Uh, uh, no, Pat, right, Pat. Pat, it's just the end of the second period. We still got a period play. <laughs> yeah, I know, I know, I know, I know. But I'm, I'm heading there after the game. <laughs> <laughs> pulls out a list out of his glove. Boys just hey, just pass her down the bench, okay? Yeah. They're in the middle of the game. <laughs> the middle of the game. Hey, Pat, pass her down the bench. Coach, you need anything? Just get in on this list here, pal. Uh, he's like, it's their Stanley Cup Stanley Cup game against Pittsburgh. He's passed around fucking a grocery uh, list. Yeah. <laughs> Man, I feel I feel like he's he's earned. I feel like he's earned a parking spot like at the front of the stadium. So like it says like, you know, 
San Jose Sharks owner, head coach, yada, yada, and it's like Patrick Marlowe's spot. He doesn't know it exists, and he still parks in the very back spot. <laughs> yeah, he's like, I want to get out of here early tonight, so yeah. <laughs> I want to get out of here fast. So I'm going to leave the game a little early tonight so I can get a whole bit, get a good night rest. Pat, how come you never, you never park close to the arena? And he goes, oh, it's always taken. Yeah. And they, they go, well, Pat, you have your own spot. And he goes, what? What? Yeah, you Matt, pass. that's okay. I park in the Z section so that I can just, you know, I can just rip out real quick. Walks. <laughs> he takes public transit to the games. <laughs> he takes public transit and he's already in his equipment because he shows up just for game time. <laughs> yeah, he just shows up right when they're walking. Not even for warm-ups. He just shows up right for game time. Just- Man, since the age of 35, he's never once taking a pre-game skate with the boys <laughs> ever he shows up he's like hey did someone the guys get my jersey <laughs> yeah pat we got your jersey here he goes oh okay cool and then he fucking he puts it on and he goes out plays 14 minutes <laughs> they're all lined up to go out on the ice he just like walks in right behind the line he's like all right boys are you ready and you're like oh fuck oh sh- pat how long have you been there man <laughs> oh i just got here i was just running some errands before i got here and uh <laughs> I forgot I had a game. So, he goes, he, boys, I'm going down to I'm going down to Cogent. I'm filing income taxes. Does anyone need to take <laughs> yeah. this? I, I can just take a trip. Actually, you know what? I've done income tax my whole life. I'll just do them for you. Just bring over <laughs> to my house. I'll just it does everyone's taxes <laughs> again. Patrick Marlowe is an absolute icon legend. Yeah, this is not slanderous in any way. But fuck, man, that's and and you know what? It's a hundred percent true. Everything we just said. And so, yeah. yeah. (laughs) And here's the thing. I seen that some guy, he's a sports writer. He tweeted out a tweet and he's like, Oh, uh, tweeted out a tweet? Yeah, he tweeted. Sorry. He tweeted and he was like, Again, Patrick Marlowe does something spectacular while being irrelevant his entire NHL career. And I I was like, How, how can, how can you, how can you say that? Like, irrelevant? uh, Yeah. He's have, he has over a thousand points. He's, he beat the, the record for any, most NHL games played. I don't think he's been irrelevant his entire career. I think he's been very relevant in that Sharks organization since he's been there. I don't think, like, it, it was just an awkward tweet. Like, it, everyone was celebrating for him, and this guy just wanted some clout and just be a douche like that. Like, that was just absolutely insane how he did that. There's always going to be people like that, which sucks. But, I mean, you know, there's guys that – Everyone's gonna, everyone's gonna have to have the hot take, and everyone's gonna have to fucking, you know, come out and say, well, everyone's gonna be on one side of something, and there's gonna have to be a few contrarians that have to go against the room, and they're gonna say, well, fucking, it's not that impressive because he, you know, hasn't been relevant his whole career. It's like, all right, well, he's played fucking eighteen hundred hockey games, so I'd say he's relevant. Yeah, I would say he's actually very relevant to be able to stay stay in the skill level that he's in and yeah. go through two generations he's fucking he's relevant enough, he's relevant enough for that guy to be fucking writing about him like exactly it's, like it's it, buddy take a seat like we get it you're you wanted to create some comments controversy but like buddy not the time and place like no. the guy just beat gordy house record who said will never be broken and he just beat it so why don't you just give the guy a little bit of you know acknowledgement like that, yeah. that didn't need to happen that was absolutely ridiculous the guy's a plug uh you okay no i'm not okay because you know what <laughs> oh, that, is, that is the most ridiculous thing i ever heard in my entire life that is absolutely insane 
Man, uh, I fucking tweeted that for my burner account. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I really hope it's not me you're talking At the about. Don MC 2.0. <laughs> oh, shit. I wonder if he'll notice. Yeah. Same logo, same profile picture. <laughs> same profile picture, everything. <laughs> Fuck, I really hope he doesn't put my name out there. Yeah, yeah I, uh, I don't know. That's like people are always going to come out and have to be different and have to, even if they don't fucking believe it. And that's, what's annoying, man. It's like that guy probably doesn't believe that at all, but he just has to say it just so that it gets people like you fired up, fired the fuck yeah. up. And people have to respond to him and he gets fucking, he gets all this attention and you know, no publicity is bad publicity. And also this guy's fucking, everyone's really, like, Oh, let's check out what this guy's even written. Anyways, there, boom, he's getting attention. Exactly. And so it's, it's fucking, man, it sucks. Like, yeah, I just like I just wanted to put out a tweet and be like, "What have you done in the NHL?" Like, well, yeah, it's like, man, if you place, if I think you're relevant, if you reach ten games, obviously I, you were good enough to make the NHL if you played ten games yeah. in the NHL, dude. You could say one game, one if game, you played one game in the NHL. You're you, better than ninety nine percent of the fucking hockey players in the world if you played one. Do you know game, how many game. hockey players you and me have met in our lives that will never touch an NHL rink? Uh, all of them. I think I don't think I've met anybody who's played in the NHL. No, like fucking Peter Schaefer from where close to where we were from. Yeah, absolutely relevant. Yeah, you know, he, like he made the NHL. Man, you have to be. You have to have to be able to even make it to the WHL draft or the Bantam draft. You have to have like yep. fucking twenty scouts at your game, and you might get drafted. You might. Yeah, you might. Dude, dude, straight up, Hal Gill, relevant. Of course, he was relevant, man. He was the best. He was a real, not the best. He was a really good stay at home defenseman. Like, there's nothing Dude, to say about he, he should be a fucking 12 time Norris winner. Well, I mean, if that's your opinion, I, I <laughs> no, it's fact. It's fact. It's fact. <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah, fact. Yeah. it's fact. It's fact. It's fact, Alex. It's fact. It's going out on a tweet. <laughs> Tweeted it. It's official. Fact. Um, it, no, but like anyone who may, who, but especially it's like once you get into those 500 games, 750 games played, 1,000 games, 1,500 games, 1,700 games, damn your 1,800 games, you guess what? The guy's relevant. Hate to break it to you. Yeah, I hate to break it to you, buddy, but you're way off course there. Like, I don't know. That's just my opinion on that. Stupid. I think that's, I think that's fair to be fact. I mean, also like Patrick Marlowe for you and me guys that grew up in the, I always say it's the golden age of hockey. It was like the, just cause it's fucking the era we grew up in, but like yeah. from like Oh three to like 2010 was yeah, just that's like, what I was going to say it was like fucking, yeah, just like, man, like Brian McCabe because you know, yeah. So you had this, they're trying to transition into a more offensive game. Right. Yep. But then they still had in these guys who knew how to line up guys and absolutely destroy oh, yeah. them. So, Shelton Surrey. Exactly. So you were still trying to, you were trying to implement, you know, like this fast paced game, but then you had guys who knew how to slow game down and knew how to stop those fast paced players. So you had like all offense, big hits, still fighting in the NHL. Yep. I, yeah. It was, it was nothing to be matched with. Like hockey will never be as good as it was when that happened. No. And like, I mean, one of my favorite players to watch growing up, Nicholas Cronwall. It, like he was just electric man because every time he stepped on the ice like we could it's more but we could see a career ending injury right now you and obviously a, you don't want to see that but it's like but you could see an absolute devastating hit on the blue line any guy who was trying who's curving around the offensive zone neutral zone or defense zone was curling and trying to take a pass from a player behind him 
and Cronwall was there, man, your front body, your whole front end of your body was meeting his hip. And he wasn't hip checking you. He was hitting you with his hip. Like he was not going. Imagine getting hit with a hip. Like imagine getting hit by Nicholas Cronwall. Would you be able to take it? No, not even. No. <laughs> like, it might separate my head from my body. A hundred percent legit. It might break my pelvis. Like I'm not even joking. My pelvis probably would be broken. Your, your entire skeletal structure is shattered. <laughs> because when you see big hits now, you know, it, it's guys who are like, not like in an athletic position. Usually, you know, they're they're like against the boards and they hit them really hard against the boards and whatnot. These were open ice guys skating at full speed and Cronwall would just back his hip up into you and your whole body would hit it and it was like a cement brick, just like... Yeah. And I mean, like Cronwall, like just a fitting Cronwald. last name. But like, dude, like, do you know how hard it is to hit someone open ice clean? Like, I'd say of, uh, 95% of his hits were... St- clean by the book oh yeah that's how that's how you hit. He hit with a hip he hit with the hip man that's why yeah. he never had head contact no and it's just like to yeah to hit a full speed nhl player and connect that viciously incredible like, just that pure pure connectivity of a hit like that dude the pure connectivity of a hit i created uh, that word dude fucking pure connectivity of a hit there's nothing better than that but like patrick barlow was just a guy there like he's never not been a guy yeah like he's just he seems like the the dad of the team right he's just like yep literally i mean we just described how he was you know yeah you know or sometimes he'd show up to a game early and tie some of the players skates you know he's just like oh buddy 100 (laughs) percent he (laughs) He absolutely would i don't like the way you're tying your skates there but you know how you go through the loop once and then tighten it I want you to go through it twice, and then it'll just stay tight the entire game. There you go. There you go, buddy. That's was- incredible. One other thing I feel like we got to talk about for sure this episode, um, since we kind of, you know, have been um, – I think so, it's one of the biggest things that's happened since our last episode. NFL draft just ended. Round seven finished on Saturday. I'm a big draft guy. Love the draft. I might like the draft more than playoff football, like the draft and offseason. I love it. That's when you're, man, I'm never more excited for the season than right now. And I'm like, fuck, I got to wait till fall. I got to get into the draft. I got to get into it. Next draft, oh, yeah. you well, got to get like, me into it. You got to get me into I it. I will. I will. We're, we'll get into it, man. Like, I'm like, I love the draft. Huge draft guy. And like, so first night one of the draft, round one, it's on TV. It's big. There's the, there's, performer sometimes i mean it's been different last two years because COVID or whatever but like there's the live fans are there there's there's some bands playing roger Goodell comes out it's who's your team's number one pick who like there's 32 guys whose dreams are going to be made they're going to walk across the stage if they're at home they're going to be with their family like it's just electric to watch i love it night one's amazing awesome my favorite is night two and three, man. That's when you build your team. And that's what we're saying with Buffalo and shit. That's when you get the core guys that, okay, these guys are going to be around, you know, because not everyone, you can't afford to pay every first round pick you draft. You yep. just can't because no. that's where they're going. But man, these core guys and you're like, oh man, I forgot this guy fell. Forgot this guy fell. I love this guy in college. Loved him. Oh man, that's going to sure up this position. I love it. Uh, electric. I think this year, I think the Dolphins, the Colts, and the AFC North outside of Pittsburgh, which would be Baltimore. Okay, move on, ba- buddy. Come Baltimore. On. Yeah, we get it. Uh, the, Ra- uh, the Ravens. Um, 
sorry. Okay, so Miami, Indy, Baltimore, and then uh, Cleveland and Cincinnati. They all had really great drafts, in my opinion. Um, again, not by any means an expert or anything, just based on what the needs were of the team and and the value they got guys at. Thought those teams had really great drafts, but yeah, we'll we'll get you in the draft next year. We should do we'll do a draft special. Man, the draft, even when I watch the NHL draft, because that's my big thing. I oh, yeah. love watching the NHL draft. Yep. It's 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 electrifying because like those kids, they're kids, man. They're kids. They're us. Exactly. They're us, right? Like, dude, well, like they're <laughs> four hundred and twelve thousand times more athletically gifted versions of you and me. Exactly. But when you work hard at something like that, just that pure greatness, even if you're drafted in a later round, man, you're just like, I'm holy fuck. I was just drafted in the NFL. Like I got drafted. Exactly. Like out of, it's like 1.9% of NCAA players get drafted to the NFL. You like there's on a college roster, there's like 70, maybe 80 guys. I don't know. Like you got an NFL team, one of 32 teams looked at you and said, I want this kid. I want this kid to be one of the seven guys, give or take, depending on picks, to be one of the seven guys I take this year. Like, that's got to be the best feeling, man. Yeah, exactly. Like, even if you didn't, don't make the team or you get or you get practice, practice squad, yeah. you're, you're still there, man. You're still there. You're oh. going to work your way up, right? So Yeah. Well, that's the thing too, is like, even if you make a, if you only make the practice squad or, or, or whatever, right? Like you're in the NFL, you're not going back to college or anything. You'll maybe you'll bounce around the league. Maybe it'll take a while. Maybe you don't ever make it to, maybe you don't make it. Maybe you aren't ever, you know, you don't get to that upper echelon or whatever. Cause a lot of guys don't, man, you're still, that's life changing. Exactly. You're on a practice squad roster. And then. I mean, the experience some of these guys had, some of the best coaches and stuff were the players, former players that never really panned out. Like, yeah. I I mean, it's like when Gretzky coached the Coyotes. Like, how the fuck can Wayne Gretzky coach what he did? Like, he can't coach that. See, and that's the thing, right? Because he saw the game in a different way than anybody else who will ever play saw the game, right? And for him to be able to, like, teach that to a team – is impossible. is impossible. Maybe to teach it to one person, maybe, but an like, entire team, because he, he would be drawing up plays. He'd be like, okay, you got to do the, the, the first line would be like, I, we can't. Yeah, we can't physically do that. Right. So that's like, why your head coaches are usually the guys who didn't have a great, successful career. They yeah. never, and but they, but they could see the good players doing shit and they're like, okay, well, I'm going to keep that in mind. Yeah. They could right. they could see the X's and O's of it. They couldn't maybe couldn't do it themselves, but they understood the game. Exactly. Like I'm not saying Wayne Gretzky didn't. I just mean like that'd be like if Connor McDavid, if you're going into a one one on three, you know, in into the opponent's territory, and Connor McDavid's like, oh, just just score. Yeah, just it's like <laughs> just Connor, the, just do a little toe drag right here, and then when he moves his stick a quarter of a degree that way, put it through that stick. And then come back through the legs, and then you should be free, boys. It's not yeah. that hard. It's, it's like, not well, that hard. It's easy. Yeah. It's like, oh, okay. When you when you put it like that, it does seem downright fucking impossible. But like, <laughs> yeah. it's just like how, uh, yeah. But uh, yeah, no big draft guy. And you know what? This is an SRB guarantee. Oh, this is the first. This is an SRB guarantee right here. Next year, come NFL draft time, the SRB boys will have a draft special. We'll have a draft special, and maybe, maybe this is a huge maybe. 
We'll have a live episode. A live episode, a live draft special for our one fan in France. Only him. Yeah, exactly. Um, He's the only one invited. So Yes. He's the only guy allowed into the chat. If he doesn't show up, we will be depressed. Doesn't yeah, matter. Yeah. Uh, no. Yep. Yeah. Okay. So we got a year to plan that and inevitably fail, but that's okay. Yeah. yeah. But draft is like drafts are just so fun, man. It's a new crop of players to love, to get to know, to, I don't know. And it's cool. This, this last year, kind of this year, year before stuff like that. It's been our age guys. It's like, holy shit. Yeah. That, it's, like that guy was born the same year I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm researching these prospects and I'm like, man, I'm researching guys born in 2000. Oh, I know. And does it make you want to go home and blow your head off? Yeah, it oh, does. Oh God. <laughs> but also at the same time, it's just like, man, that's insane. Good for you. Like there's the, there's the sliver of me. There's the, in the, in the big pie, right? Alex can see the diagram. There's a little sliver right in the pie chart. That's like, Fucking good for them. Good for these guys. The rest, and then the over the overwhelming <laughs> part is just crippling depression. The yeah, fact that it, I'm looking at these like, guys, like when when the 2017-18 NHL draft happened, I was just sitting there. I was just like, ah, shit. <laughs> like, obviously, congratulations, guys. But you know, that's that's every kid's lifelong fucking dream is to walk across that stage. But hey, you know what? You keep moving. You keep going. You keep grinding. Right? You know what you do? You start a fucking low budget, zero preparation podcast. That's what you start. Exactly. And you know what? We're going to keep coming at you all time, baby. All t- well, we, this is another SRB guarantee. We will never, ever, ever stop this podcast, even when we're dead. And the SRB podcast has been canceled uh, for future. <laughs> the next, <laughs> this is the last episode. Yeah. I, I hope. I hope our live stream of the draft next year gets absolutely uh, gets us just ruined. Um, it, it went, well. Are we are we not already ruined? Okay. Well, no, we have no we have no prospects. We have no hope. But you know what, man? We got each other again. Doesn't say much at all. And but, dude, when I say we got each other, and that's it. <laughs> That's it. We're we're gonna do this live, and the only viewers are gonna be us on our burner accounts, fucking watching. Oh this live. God, <laughs> dude! If we started like five hundred thousand burner accounts each, and we got a million views, we'd have to start right now, buddy. Five. Think about it. How long it would take to create five hundred thousand different emails? Dude, 500, there's, different there's usernames. probably there's definitely algorithms and shit we could get. Yeah, you know, if you want to pay for those algorithms, you go right ahead. <laughs> Done. Uh, it, I think I think the easier alternative would just be to thank you guys for all the support. And um, yep, exactly. We have been we have been a bit off schedule, but th- hey, now school's done, which thank fuck. Um, back onto more of a regular schedule. I can speak for myself. I think you are the same. Yeah, we're gonna be coming at you every single weekend. All right, boys. Yep. That's a that's an SRB, dude. Guarantee. You motherfucker, fix it now. We're gonna be coming back every weekend with an SRB podcast for you people and uh, you can guarantee it. it. It's an SRB guaranteed people. Okay. Yeah. And, and, and that's, I for sure SRB guarantee might be the worth most worthless piece of currency or, or like if you, if you could put a guarantee on any box of any retail item and it was the SRB guarantee, you know, that thing is going to work. You know, you just know, you know, it's going to work better than anything's ever worked in your life. Exactly. So stay tuned.
Stay tuned. Uh, thank you guys for, for listening. And again, please, for the love of fucking dear God, um, didn't mean to get so aggressive. Jesus message Christ. us, follow us, share this. If you have a, if you have a friend who you think, ah, you know, they're kind of, they don't, they're not the sharpest knife in the drawer. Turn them onto this podcast because they sure as shit can't be the sharpest knife. If they're listening to this. And you can either, if you were listening to this. Oh, she just called her fucking family. <laughs> so, <laughs> all right. That's uh, sorry about that. I'd like to apologize for my, my co-host. We're keeping that in. Yeah, I, that's the problem. I think we are. <laughs> uh, no, uh, share this podcast. Uh, fucking subscribe, like, rate, review the whole kit and caboodle. Even if uh, it's one star. I don't give care. us one star. Give us one fucking star, dude. Give us no. I was gonna say give us no stars, but that would mean don't review it. Yeah. Give us one star minimum. Just give us something. Bad. No publicity is bad publicity. Exactly. So give us something. Just, just yep. go on your phone. Go to the Apple Podcast yep. app or just S- Spotify. Whatever. However you do it, and just rate us. Just rate it. R- rate us. Review us. Share. Like. Follow. DM us. D- uh, follow us uh, on Instagram. Where, dude. We need to get this to fucking together, hey? Yep. On Twitter, you can follow us on Twitter at pod underscore SRB. And uh, on Instagram, go give us a follow uh, at SRB pod. Uh, DM us, you know, send anything you guys want us to talk about our way. Like, doesn't even fucking matter. Anything. And uh, follow us also on... Uh, follow us on on Twitter uh, at Hixie Avalanche. Damn straight. And uh, at the Dawn MC on Twitter. Yeah, if if you guys ever find something you guys want us to talk about, uh, you want us to to discuss, let us know, man. And women. Hey. oh, you caught yourself there. Yeah, I did. And and also, boys and girls. Oh, you! Oh, I was I like, got dude, it. I got it. You I got, got it. it. I got it. Got it. We're defeating sexism right here. Everybody, everybody, everyone. We are getting an interview on this podcast. Okay. We're gonna we get are. an interview. We got some. We got some guests lined up. Exactly. So be prepared for that because those are gonna be wild. Those are gonna be fucking wild. And maybe we'll. Maybe we we maybe we plan a little giveaway or something. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking too. A little giveaway of our organ box from our first episode. If y'all remember, bro, a little giveaway. We got some interviews lined up. This podcast, basically what we're letting you know is this podcast is about to hit its full potential, which should terrify you and excite you and depress you and anger you and sadden you all in one. That's what we're here for. That's the podcast. It's some random bullshit. I've been your host, Kayla McFadden Carver. With me as always, Alex Hicks. Anything else, Hicksy? I'm good. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for listening. I'll see you all later. Thank you so much.